We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into another edition of the Mason Brooks Show presented by The Rogue. I'm Neil McCready. That is Ole Miss offensive lineman Mason Brooks. Uh, a day after Ole Miss's uh, very disappointing 30-24 to loss at home to Alabama. The Rebels now 8-2 and overall. 5-1 uh, and one in the uh, – or 4-2, and two, I should say, in the, uh, in the SEC. Uh, Ole Miss heads to Fayetteville, Arkansas on Saturday. They'll play the Arkansas Razorbacks, 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. That game will be uh, televised on the SEC Network. Um, we'll talk to Mason about a number of things. Um, yesterday's game, next week's game, has some family ties to uh, the Razorbacks. We'll talk about all of those things and more. First, I want to tell you that we're brought to you each and every week by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers. From work to lifestyle to nightlife, it's a perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. It's 4450, I-55 North in Jackson. Or the rogue.com. Mason, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Forgive my voice here as we uh, struggle through this. Um, uh, you guys lose to Alabama on an incredible day. Vaught uh, Hemingway, 66,000 people. Basically, it was packed. It was loud. It was intense. I, I didn't see the, the Grove, but I, I can only imagine what the Grove was like. Um, I guess just from a, setting the stage for what could have been such an incredible day, what was just the atmosphere and all that stuff like yesterday from your perspective. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a really cool game. You know, it's a game that you come to the SEC to play, um, you know, in a position you come to the SEC to be in, obviously playing, uh, you know, what's widely regarded as the top dog or has been the top dog in the years past. And, um, you know, it's what, what you're excited for. And, um, you know, to, to come out there and see the fans show up the way they did in the freezing cold um, and just, feel the crowd, you know, with you the whole way um, was pretty spectacular. Um, you know, obviously um, frustrating game, um, frustrating outcome, uh, not what not what anyone wanted. Um, and, you know, obviously can't, can't get that one back. Um, but as far as the, you know, the fans and the atmosphere goes, I mean, you, you can't really ask for more, um, you know, from the fan base. And so um, I think me and all my teammates, you know, despite the outcome, uh, Definitely felt, you know, the love and the support from um, the Ole Miss fan base. And, um, you know, when it really mattered most, uh, you know, everyone showed up and, and showed out. And uh, I think that's what makes Ole Miss really special at the end of the day is, um, 
you know, these fans really care and they really want to see us succeed. And, you know, we want to succeed too. And, um, you know, it feels like they're right there with us, you know, obviously on a disappointing Sunday. And so uh, couldn't, couldn't be thank, thankful, more thankful, um, you know, even my short time here for, uh, you know, the fans showing up and showing out for us. So that was, uh, that was huge. Lane Kiffin said afterwards, Mason, that this is the kind of game that you remember for the rest of your life because you remember such an opportunity kind of getting away. Um, when you look back on it, what are the two or three things that sort of stick out from yesterday where you're like, God, if I could just, we could just change that one thing or change that one thing, it's a, it's a totally different game. Um, you know, I, I think that we kind of lull in the middle, uh, you know, a little bit. I wish we had kind of just kept the foot on the gas, um, you know, when we, we kind of got ahead. I feel like we left points out there, um, you know, in the red zone, you know, in some different situations where I feel like we could have really executed at a high level. Um, you know, that, that, that I kind of wish we could, you know, take back. Obviously, I'm not a coach, and so I don't make any decisions, and I – I wouldn't be the first one to tell you what to do or when to do it. Um, you know, I just do kind of what I'm told, but, um, you know, definitely some guys um, that, you know, wish they could take back certain things or plays that they've done. But I think that's true of any, of any game, especially in a game that you come up short, um, you know, it's easy to kind of look back and say, well, if I had just done this or, you know, just, we had just been able to do that then we could have, you know, I've done this and it, it'll, it'll, it'll hurt you looking back. Um, but no, I definitely, there's definitely some, you know, some different players. I think we wish we could have taken back as a team. And, um, you know, I will say, I mean, it's the most locked in I've ever seen this team um, for, for, you know, for the little low in the game that there was, I guess, I don't really feel like there was ever a drop off. Um, That's the best, uh, one of the best, if not the best, the defense has played all year. Um, I thought they played fantastic, uh, seriously, like the whole game. And um, yeah, held that offense everyone... to three hundred and I don't know three hundred fifteen twenty yards, whatever it was. That's that that's not a bad number at all. I feel like you know, obviously, people are looking for you know moral victories or whatever. But I'm just saying from a field standpoint, um, you know, I felt like um, the defense was really locked in and stepped up to the plate. And um, you know, disappointing me on the offensive side, not being able to. Um, execute more, but um, you know I'm proud of uh, I'm proud of the young guys um, on this team. I mean, you're talking about our team being led by essentially two 18 year old kids, um, you know, in Jackson Dart and Quinjon Judkins, and uh, you don't really see them bat an eye ever. Um, you know, obviously a difficult spot to put you know Jackson in, but one that he's growing into and learning, and um, will be for the better. I promise. Like. Ole Miss fan base will not be disappointed with Jackson Dart. Like he's getting better every week. Um, he's he's a great kid. He's bright. He's a great talent. I, I, like I promise, this is not <laughs> this is not the last we will see of of Jackson. And and I don't think anyone um, you know carries more weight or 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 uh, you know pressure on himself than he does. I mean, he was um, you know visibly obviously upset after the game, and that's hard to watch. Um, you know, same for Quinshawn. Um, but if you watch, if you watch anyone that's on the field on this team um, play, I mean, I, I feel like you can see the passion that this team plays with um, and the enthusiasm that this team plays with, which is uh, something that not every program has or every program, you know, has like buy-in or whatever you, you know, want to call it. Um, 
And uh, I think it's special to watch these individual, you know, players come together and, and, and play for something more than themselves. Um, and so I'm, I'm pleased with that despite the outcome, obviously. You guys were in the playoff picture going into the game. Um, had you won, you'd be very much in the playoff picture uh, today. Instead, you're not. Um, LSU won the West. They'll play Georgia for the SEC title uh, next month. You guys still have a couple of games to play. You're in a different conversation now. How how much of a challenge is it for a team that was talking about, hey, we could win the West? And had you guys won yesterday, you'd, you'd be really big Texas A&M fans um, from here on out. Um, is it hard to kind of find that motivation to play at the same level? You're going on the road. We're going to talk about that game in a minute. Then you, you get the rivalry game on Thanksgiving, but, you know, you got to go to Arkansas uh, they're five and five. You're not going to be able. It's not not, not going to have the Alabama hype and all that stuff. How difficult is it to kind of flush a game like that that was so close? Where you know, I've always said, and tell me if I'm wrong. Um, sometimes I'd rather get beat, you know, forty two to seventeen, than get beat like that. Because when you get beat forty two to seventeen, sometimes there's a part of you that, as much as it pisses you off, you're like, yeah, they're better than us. You know, we could play them ten times. I don't think we'd ever beat them, or it would take flukes. But you guys, I think if you played Alabama 10 times, you'd win more than half. And and so yeah. you had that opportunity to, that got away. So how hard is it to move on from it? Um, you know, Jeremy, Jeremy James, my roommate, said the same thing this morning. He said, man, I, you know, it's part of me just feels like, you know, I wish, like, you know, the game had been further apart just because it's just frustrating. Um, you know, I've – Obviously not the same thing. I mean, last year we lost the I lost the conference championship game and at my group of five school by a touchdown and um, you know we're playing a bowl game which is important but you're not really playing for a whole lot um, and uh, it was cool to um, just kind of come out and turn the page and and dominate that game and so I you know I feel like this team um, yo. Can we be like a little quieter, maybe? Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's cool. You can just shut my door. What's up, man? How are you? How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you, bro. Uh, this is my roommate, Reese. Um, no, you know, I, I, I think the team's got a good mind mindset and we're, you know, led well. And so I feel like, you know, going forward, um, we'll be able to turn the page. We, the board usually says win the West and uh, it says win the rest right now. And so I just, I think that's the kind of the motto, like, Hey, like still playing for a lot. I mean, this yeah. team's got a lot of pride. And so, um, you know, I don't think Ole Miss fans will see a drop off in our play. And, and I, I think this team, you know, as, as I exit and this team moves forward, I think that there's a lot to look forward to, um, you know, as a fan base going forward, I think that Ole Miss is continuously on the rise. So we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So you guys head to Fayetteville on Saturday night. You play Arkansas. It's a school that you're awfully familiar with. Your father, John, played at Arkansas like late 80s, early 90s for Jack Crow. Uh, those, yes, sir. Did you grow up um, an Arkansas fan, or did you grow up like going to their games, or what was that kind of relationship like? Yeah, ironically, uh, I'll give you the short version, but um, you know, my dad was a really high um, recruited guy at a high school linebacker back in the you know days where the linebackers were two sixty and um, yeah. you know downhill. Um, yeah. You know, coming into Arkansas when they were like a top top four, top five team. Um, Got there, you know, struggled a little bit, ended up getting moved from linebacker to D-line to O-line um, and didn't, didn't end up getting – actually played guard, um, you know, in some center, which is hard, and the triple option and all that, you know, four hands in the dirt. Uh, but ended up, you know, not, um, not playing as much as he wanted to, um, which I think kind of obviously stuck with him a lot. Um, it's been really good for me and my dad, actually, relationship standpoint, because obviously, you know, kind of not getting what I wanted here exactly. Um, and he's literally experienced that, you know, almost identically, you know, in the SEC. And and so, um, you know, who better than to kind of guide me through it and, you know, teach me how to be a man about it and, and all that than my own dad. Um, so, you know, definitely some, some sticky feelings there for my dad in terms of, uh, you know, going back to games. So we never really went. Uh, too many games growing up, but we had a ton of Arkansas stuff around the house and his helmet and all kinds of stuff. And so we, we were very much tuned in, um, you know, battle, battle the boot. We watched every year, them versus LSU. And that was, you know, a big deal in our house. And uh, so I definitely grew up a big Suey fan, uh, um, which I hate saying now because I, I despise the big Suey chant and all that. And so I, I, I got some personal beef with Arkansas, um, but uh, no offense to your daughters. Sorry. No, uh, good. It's good. all good. It's all good. Yeah. They, they they found a warm place yesterday. They didn't stay around for the battle of the boot. They, they, they found the battle of the bar, I think perhaps <laughs> not the battle probably, of the boot. Probably a good call. My cousin goes there. And so, um, you know, that's, 
add some extra fuel. He said he, he bought a front row seat at the beginning of the year, like right behind us. And so he's going to be, so he's going to be booing me the whole game, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, but, uh, you know, um, still really cool to share this experience with my dad. Um, you know, us being able to, you know, be on the field where you know, he used to play and, and, and me having the opportunity to, to go out in the SEC and, and, you know, suit up for a different team, but still. And you, know, you played there at Western Kentucky, right? I did, yes, season. sir. Yeah. But, uh, you know, SEC uh, on SEC is a, is a little different. And, uh, you know, so that'll be a special moment for, for me, obviously, to share with my old man. So some extra motivation for this game. And, um, you know, excited, uh, um, you know, go down there to Fayetteville and, you know, finish it out on the road. It was uh, cold. It was cold last <laughs> night. Um, I think it's going to be a lot colder. I should be more prepared here. I'm pulling up uh, the weather channel for the forecast. Here's about six days out. Uh, let's see. Uh, there it is. Let me pull that up. It's going to be uh, quite chilly there. I think it's, uh, let's see, Saturday. Not terrible, but it's going to get cold that night. High of uh, 43 and sun during the day. But by the time you guys kick it off, the sun will have retired for the evening. Sun and wind chill. I think it'll be like 2030 area, honestly. So yeah. Saturday night, a mostly clear sky, low of 23, winds light and variable. But that is a uh, that is a chilly evening. How hard is it to uh, to play in that kind of cold? Uh, I, it's depending on the kind of players and the team you're with. I think it's, it's very difficult. You know, for me, obviously playing at WKU for the past four years, I've grown accustomed to it, but my first start ever was in Muncie, Indiana, and it was 24. We were playing ball state and I was from Texas and I'd never been in any weather like that. And that was, I just remember being like so stiff and like such a big adjustment for your lungs and, um, you know, all that. And so I think, uh, you know, depending, it can be hard. I think, you know, last night, I think the weather uh, played in our advantage. I thought I thought we did a great job of kind of, um, you know, adjusting to it. And it's been cold this week, and we adjusted to this week pretty well. Um, you know, whereas I felt like Bama, you know, wasn't as prepared for the cold for whatever that's worth. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited, you know, to go to this game again because I feel like we did play well in the cold. And, um, you know, it's kind of just one of those things where player to player, you know, some of these guys that you've grown up in Jackson or – <laughs> the golf or wherever, you know, they they never really experience cold no. weather. Those guys are uh pretty unhappy when you walk out there. You might find them hanging out by the heater. So uh no we'll we'll see. The air's thin up there too at Arkansas. So it'll be uh definitely interesting from a weather standpoint. So Yeah, it's a different it's a different climate when you get up into the mountains. I mean you you know, right before you get to Fort Smith you turn and, and head up that way and the the, the climate like you said, the the just the land changes, the climate changes. It gets, it's a thinner air, and it'll it'll get to you if you if you're not uh, if you're not prepared for it. Uh, real quick, Liston and Dees is a full service law firm located in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Focuses on complex civil litigation. Liston and Dees' clients include individuals, businesses, state governments throughout the United States. Um, so, from a programming standpoint, next Sunday you guys will be quickly turning the page to get ready for Mississippi state. So we won't, we won't have time to do the show because you'll have a practice. How difficult do you anticipate two games in 12 days being where you play a game, you get back, you guys won't get back to like three, four in the morning. You got to get up on Sunday and boom, Sunday is basically Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to structure it. Honestly, I was talking about it with my old man last night as we were leaving. Cause I didn't realize, you know, it is a condensed week. 
And usually you do that like after a buy or before a buy or something like that. And so, um, you know, jamming those two weeks back to back um, should be, should be interesting. It'll be obviously, like you said, pretty condensed. Um, you know, I think that probably, you know, obviously that adds a little pressure on your body. The bye week that we got this past week was good because we had played basically the whole season continuously with no break. So I think all the guys kind of got their legs back under them, but I definitely think that that will present a challenge, um, you know, for us, just like it will for them. Um, you know, we're in the same boat there. Uh, they got to come to us though. Um, you know, so I think there's, you know, at least we're not traveling in addition to all that. Um, so that's a little bit of the pressure off, but, uh, Lane does a good job taking care of our bodies. Um, you know, especially as the season has gone on, um, you know, Savage, um, you know, Nick Savage and his staff and do a good job of tracking our yardage and the expenditures that our bodies have. Um, and they do, they accommodate that pretty well. I've, I've not really been concerned about, um, them taking care of us this year. That's something that uh, Lane kind of prides himself on. Um, and so I feel like that they will have a good plan set up for us um, in terms of being fresh. Favorite Thanksgiving side. Are you a turkey guy, by the way? Do you like turkey or is it one Thanksgiving side? This is good. This is good. You always hit me with the good ones, the good food questions, because you know where my heart's at. <laughs> um, I, okay. So my mom makes stuffing. Um, which is my grandma's recipe, I think, but it's, uh, she makes it over the span of like two days, to, like dry the breadcrumbs out, but it's like, it's, I don't know. Is she it. it's stuffed the like, bird or is it dressing? Cause people always get mad at me when I call it stuffing right. it's dressing and they get mad. We call it stuffing, but it's not, it's definitely dressing, which I forgot. I, I found out that there's a difference in that like two years ago, which I feel like is that like, I don't know if that's like a big split camp thing. Like we've talked, we've talked about various. You know, these are hard hitting things that we're talking about. <laughs> um, no, uh, I guess it's dressing, but it's it's pretty banging. I like that. I like sweet potato. Sweet potatoes have become like my one of my favorite vegetables. Um, and so sweet potato casserole with the marshmallows and the brown sugar on top of it. That's uh, that's probably my. I, I, it's kind of a dessert. So I don't know if we can consider. Can we consider that a side? I think on Thanksgiving, it is considered a side. Although, okay. in, this is one of my pet peeves about Thanksgiving. And this doesn't, it, listen, when I say to me, when I say pet peeves, people think you're hung up on, I, I give this literally zero thought. If, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm thinking about it, if it happens to come up, the Thanksgiving casserole with all of the sugar in it and then a sugar topping is essentially, I mean, if you just put a crust underneath it, it would be a sweet potato pie. So all I'm saying when people say that, I'm like, okay, 364 days out of the year, that's dessert. Yeah. It's one day. It's technically a side, which is marshmallows. It's It's the marshmallows. They're damning. Right, right, right. So (laughs) good with it. People are like, oh, well, you hate Thanksgiving. I don't think. (laughs) Okay. It's just a point. It's just, that's it. Just, it's a point. It's, I, I stand on the it's a slightly overrated meal because if it weren't, we would be having it more often. Dude, you you are hell bent on on Thanksgiving. This was the same conversation we had the other week where you just you're trying to hammer this point into the people of Mississippi that that the Thanksgiving meal is overrated because we put too much weight on it. You're like, well, you could have turkey any day. You could. It's, it's just it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's fine. Default, I guess. Yes. 
you're gonna die on that hill, aren't you? That's yeah, that's when you're not go. I'm more into Christmas dinner than I am Thanksgiving dinner because I think you have what more. Is, what are we justifying Christmas dinner? Ham? You can have you can have anything. No, like you can do like beef tenderloin, or you can do a standing rib roast, or you can. There's so much versatility. You can mix in. You can mix in some seafood. You can do all sorts of different things, and you can have meals that I don't know you might even like on January the nineteenth. So it's just that's all I'm trying to say. It's I think it has more range and versatility and room for creation. You're just hating on the rules. You're hating on the rules of Thanksgiving, huh? The rules. The specific that's dishes that that's have to be it, right? If, so if you if you could have like a if you could have like a steak steak Thanksgiving and nobody would say anything about it, I'm like, okay, cool. You chose to have turkey and dressing. People are having turkey and dressing because for whatever reason they feel like it must be mandated. That's that's kind of it. Neil, you can, no one's gonna. Neil, you can make steak for your family this year. I promise we you won't could. judge I know. you. Okay, I know, I know, I know. We might, and, and who knows? Because I've got to beef against turkey, man. You, I got to work know. on Thanksgiving, so we're gonna do Thanksgiving yeah. on Friday. So who knows? We might shake it up. You know what I mean? We might do something just totally creative. Hey, man. You know, I feel like if anyone's gonna change up Thanksgiving, the nature of Thanksgiving, it's gonna be you. So. Well, listen, I uh, really appreciate the time again today. I won't probably talk to you. I guess I might see you around, but I won't talk to you before uh, Thanksgiving. I hope you and your family have a, a wonderful Thanksgiving. A, uh, good luck on the trip to uh, to Arkansas. And um, with the Egg Bowl, your first Egg Bowl experience, which will be, be something I will look forward to talking to you about after that game. That game has a different intensity than – it's weird. It's a, it's, it's a hate game. It's a strange – it's it's – I covered Alabama Auburn all those years, and it was yeah. more of a mutual fear game. And right. the Egg Bowls, are, they hate Ole Miss, just hate Ole Miss. And you see it on the field, and you have to almost respond to the hate. The hate becomes almost mandated or else. So it's one of those things. Um, so we'll talk about that. We'll visit with you again uh, after the Egg Bowl, after the regular season wraps up, and you guys will be waiting on your bowl bid, that kind of stuff. So um, we'll talk in a couple of weeks. Thanks, as always, for the time, buddy. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're brought to you by The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. So for Mason Brooks, I'm Neil McCready. I'll talk to you soon. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not ready hour foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.